Hello. Welcome to Planet Classroom. I am Orb. Join me as your virtual guide on a journey of global learning called Planet Classroom. You will hear stories from artists, musicians, dancers, technologists, game makers, filmmakers, innovators, and creators of all kinds from around the world. It's time to engage our imaginations, share our ideas, and explore solutions for a brighter future for all. Our planet is a classroom where learning together brings us together. It's time to empower ourselves. It's time to learn from each other how we can all thrive. In today's show, we explore five stories now screening on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel that highlight different ways individuals have overcome life's challenges and thrived. The Gu Zhang is a traditional Chinese instrument with thousands of years of history. This month, Planet Classroom Network audiences can watch Bard alumna Yixin Wang of Bard College's U.S. China Music Institute perform Eternal Sorrow of Linen on the Gu Zhang. Yixin's beautiful rendition of the song was recorded from her home during the pandemic. My name is Yixing Wang. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I am on Planet Classroom. Guzheng is a traditional Chinese fluxion instrument with thousands of years of history. It has 21 strings ranging over four octaves in the pentatonic scale. I selected this piece not only because it's such a greatly written masterpiece, but also wanted to educate how Chinese music and culture are always so closely related and the beauty behind them. Live performances also have great advantages, and I would be able to share Chinese music and culture to people all around the world easily without any traveling barriers. With the advanced technology, I can just stay at home and use music to connect people globally during this pandemic. Techniques are definitely a must, but I always think that um, emotions and expressions are keys to make a performance outstanding. Um, perfect techniques can be achieved by everybody with a ton of practice, but it's so crucial to understand the story behind and what the composer is trying to express in each section to make a piece perfect. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, online streaming technology developed drastically over the past year. In the future, while hoping that performers can go back on stage as soon as possible, I'm also hoping that live streaming technologies can be brought into theaters and halls so people around the world can enjoy music easily without barriers. My name is Ashana Sendos. I'm from Massachusetts and I'm on Planet Classroom. I had never actually seen a performance of the Gocheng before. I was really blown away by the instrument itself. I love the delicate sound that the instrument made, and what was really captivating about the piece was the way Wang would roll the notes. I thought it created a beautiful impression of the music rising and falling. Her graceful movements 
and focus made the performance really interesting to watch, and it had a very formal feel even though the setting was informal. Her hand movements were so precise, and it was really cool to watch her descend upon the strings. I think it goes to show that with anything you're practicing, you should give it the same level of focus and importance as though you're performing in front of a lot of people, even if you're just in your house. A Recipe to Thrive was written and directed by Christopher Scott Carpenter. It is the story of a young man called Rakesh, who takes his cooking skills to the next level, thanks to an organization called Dream a Dream. I found the amazing at uh, crucial time. I learned the uh, life skills uh, that showed me I wasn't stuck. I learned uh, communication skills, uh, resource management, uh, and confidence. Uh, and I learned how to cook. My name is Christopher Scott Carpenter. I am from the United States of America, and I am on Planet Classroom. We simply wanted to amplify the story of one young man who worked to manifest a life that he wanted to live. So I hope this puts the film in the catalog of media that is contributing to conversations about life skills education because we see it as proof of the positive impact and as a window into the potential positive impact, not only for young people across India, but around the world. What does a grasp of cooking actually do for someone? because it's, it's more than just making a meal. It actually teaches patience and the management of time. It promotes creativity. It forces a consideration of resources and money. It's actually a microcosm of life skills that are applicable to many contexts. And it allows for the exploration of new interests. And I think in the case of this film, the exploration of a lifelong passion. And that's why we chose to title the film A Recipe to Thrive by fostering the development of a young person and not just rote knowledge, educators can help impart crucial life skills. Beyond being a story that I find immensely inspiring, I hope the film lends legitimacy to the narratives of young people. Legitimacy that young people, I think, sometimes struggle to see. When I was working in South India with Dream a Dream, I would often hear young people say, you know, I am so young and so many others are struggling. Why is my story important? And I really hope this film changes that perception. My name is Veronisa Manzano. I'm from San Jose, California, and I am on Planet Classroom. Learning about Rakesh's family economic struggles and the risks he had to take to follow his cooking passion it makes life skill programs like Dream a Dream even more important for communities to support their youngsters in need of assistance and guidance. It was great seeing Rakesh not only be grateful for the knowledge he received through the program, but also seeing him use his attained cooking skills to help the program. In a world where everyone loves receiving help, I think it's also important to also give back to groups whose missions are to help our communities and these groups that 
try really hard to support our young generations in need of assistance. For younger audiences who watch this film, it will definitely bring into perspective how important it is to simply follow one's passions in life. South Korean director Lee Jen Hong's 92-year-old grandfather lost his mother when he was only three years old. Hong's grandfather developed Alzheimer's disease and started losing his precious memories. Hong created the film Mother to pay tribute to him and his life. Perhaps most important, she wanted to shine a light on the love between a mother and son that never fades away. Lee Jen Hong, you are on Planet Classroom. I created Mother, a short animated film about maternal love and family that depicts my grandfather's life from losing his mother at a young age to building his own family and later reuniting with his mother in heaven. And after showing this film to my family in Korea, they responded with tears of joy and were very touched by the film. And this unforgettable experience really opened my eyes to the limitless potential of animated storytelling. To successfully convey the central theme, the never-ending love between a mother and her son, I decided to use the big clock in the background to progress the narrative while allowing the viewers to emotionally experience a man's 92-year-long life in a matter of seconds. Then I decided to use vibrant colors, gentle music, and design and sound editing that reflects the flow of time to build um, emotional resonance throughout the film. And after considering every aspect of my film, it took approximately two weeks to culminate in a finished product that I was satisfied with. I wanted to make my grandfather experience the everlasting love between him and his mother in a way he never has. And lastly, for the viewers who watch my film, I wanted to remind them of the love between a family and make them realize how precious and beautiful it is. My name is Ethan Thomas. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, and I'm on Planet Classroom. I really resonated with this film because it is immediately clear how personal the story is to the creator. The simple yet moving characters depict the sadness and grief that comes with the topic, and the moment where the son reunites with his mother is sure to bring a tear to the viewer's eye. Overall, the film achieved the goal of reminding me how important and fragile the relationships we have in our lives are, and not to take them for granted. Audiences can screen director Barb Hoffman's short film, Keys, on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel this month. The film tells the story of a young man attempting to write an essay, but as he types on the keys of his laptop, he finds himself playing the keys of a piano. Don't miss this unique take 
on how to cherish the moment. Barb Hoffman. I am from Seattle, Washington, and I am on Planet Classroom. Keys was actually based off a personal experience. I actually got the idea while I was in the library writing an essay. Thankfully, a few days before the due date and not just a mere hour. <laughs> I believe I was listening to classical piano music to help me focus and was finding little to no inspiration for my writing. So out of boredom, I just started typing on the keys of my computer keyboard to the melody of the music I was listening to. And then I thought to myself, wow, I'm surprised I've never seen a film that's made a joke about the connection between computer keyboards and piano keyboards. And then naturally, after this thought, I procrastinated more on my essay um, by daydreaming about what that type of film would look like, um, which is how the idea came to be. My inspiration to use both 2D animation and live action came from the movie Ratatouille, actually. I loved how they were able to convey tastes through visuals, and I wanted to try out a similar concept with my film, where the sounds of the keyboard were visualized through animations. We decided that the best way to do this was by shooting and editing the entire film, and then once it was almost in picture lock, I went in with Adobe Animate and drew on all the scribbles that you see on screen to the notes of the music. I think I made this film as a reaction to my frustration with how much time I had spent on assignments and essays over my whole academic life. Um, by the end of my college career, which is when I made this film, I realized that schoolwork is important, but so is being in the moment and experiencing your life. And I think that's the core purpose of this film, really. Um, because when you look back on your life, you're most likely not going to remember the essays or the assignments that you turned in, but the moments and the experiences that you lived. So, of course, don't throw caution to the wind and never try and finish your <laughs> schoolwork. But just remember that your productivity doesn't define your worth. I think sometimes it's good to get swept up in your imagination and just p pretend you're a famous pianist playing on your computer keyboard. <laughs> My name is Will Height. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I'm on Planet Classroom. One area this film has made me think differently about is in the category of color and lights. First, the dim fluorescent lights by the elevator and in the library convey a sense of mundaneness, exhaustion, and dread. Then, as soon as the protagonist clicks the first key, inspiration explodes in the form of color, which not only makes the film surreal, but also gives a glimpse into the soul of an artist. Then the lights go from the dull fluorescent to the shimmering blue and pink lights as he plays a masterpiece in his mind. It also reminds me of how Jimi Hendrix once described how he sees music in the form of colors in addition to hearing the notes and chords.
In addition, this film reinforces the idea that nobody sees the world through the same lens, and some people, such as the protagonist, view it even more differently than the majority. Even though the way the protagonist conceives the world inhibits him from completing the assignment correctly, the passion and magnificence displayed in his mind suggests that his personal conception of the world will help not only him, but also the world in the long run. How would you react if your life took a turn for the worst? 18-year-old director Catherine McCord took control of the narrative and turned a negative experience into art. The film You're Gonna Be Okay takes the viewer through Catherine's inspiring journey. My 18th year has been so full of unpredictable beauty and surprises. Some good and some bad. But you are those for which I am most grateful. My name is Catherine McCord. I'm from Central Virginia, and I'm on Planet Classroom. Uh, I made this film very quickly after I had surgery, and in a lot of ways I made it uh, not only for myself, but it was a necessity that I make something to say thank you to all of the healthcare workers, the surgeons, nurses, and doctors that were a part of my story and that genuinely they all have changed my life and so I needed to make a film to express my gratitude towards them. I truly believe that storytelling and making films can be incredibly healing. Uh, I love the Ernest Hemingway quote, write hard and clear about what hurts. I actually knew that I wanted to make a film uh, the night before my surgery. I had brought my old home movie camcorder and I gave it to my mom and I told her, you know, the next few days I may be really out of it because of the surgery but I just know that I have to make something about this one day and I will be very appreciative to have footage of this entire recovery process. And shortly after that, when I was able to go back and look through that footage, the film started to piece itself together in my mind I think, opposed to a narrative film, the story really started to piece itself after certain moments happened in my recovery process. My strength had uh, pretty much been taken from me. I had to really relearn how to walk and use the help of physical therapists and nurses. And so... Pairing that with the footage of me as a, a baby learning how to walk, I just wanted to get across that something as simple as walking can be taken from you, but there's also a lot of joy in regaining your strength. There's hope 
in being able to overcome that type of struggle. I wanted hope to be a major theme throughout this entire project um, and also gratitude. I think gratitude and being grateful for having your health, being grateful for the people in your life that are there to support you and especially uh, in this particular story at the very end I end the film by saying for my heroes and that's 100% true um, because I did want to express an immense amount of gratitude for those individuals that helped me come out of that health crisis and regain my health. My name is Rishi Maloth. I'm from Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, and I'm on Planet Classroom. When I was watching You're Gonna Be Okay, I was deeply moved by the power of love and family and their ability to get us out of even the darkest of times. I could never imagine being Catherine and getting diagnosed with a rare disease and having to get open heart surgery, all while being a teenager. Her bravery is admirable and inspiring, but even with all her bravery, this was not something she could face all alone. But that's where family comes in, to bring hope to a terrible situation. But their love and support for her, she was able to fight and get through to the other side. The main takeaways from this film are that we should make the most of each moment with our loved ones. The people who give us strength and a reason to fight. The people who will always come through when you need it most. Life can be very fickle and things can change in the blink of an eye, just like it did for Catherine. But with loving people by your side, anything can be overcome. We'd like to thank all our artists, creators, and guests. Ishan Wang, Ishana Sandas, Christopher Carpenter, Berenice Manzano, Ijen Hong, Ethan Thomas, Barb Hoffman, Will Height, Catherine McCord, and Rishi Maloth. Don't miss Eternal Sorrow of Linan, A Recipe to Thrive, Mother, Keys, and You're Gonna Be Okay. Now screening on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel. That's all, my human friends, for this week. I leave you with a reminder to explore your world, express yourself, discover, create, and use your imagination. Until next time, be kind, be curious, and thank you for listening. Goodbye.